From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, fun ants, cookies are good, Little League, and giant cocks. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Dunroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. It is Sunday morning. A very early Sunday morning. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. This is a podcast. Its name is The Long Shot Podcast. With me today on the show, as always, the director of The Midnight Show, Mr. Joe Wagner, is here. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, Sean, for giving me that credit. Yes. And the soon-to-be third-grade teacher... Uh, teaching children how to write in cursive. Mr. Jamie Flam is here. really excited about this new career change. Uh, <laughs> I think there's some tests I have to take. Uh, but if you have any information, long shot listeners would love to know that process of uh, getting my the, the, teaching the, credential. The insult doesn't even make sense because it's such a visual <laughs> thing. Right. We have not given the reference no. for um, that reference. Jamie's wearing a remarkable, <laughs> remarkable sweater this morning. It's kind of a sweater coat, yes, because it's a little long, mm-hmm. and it's got I don't know how do you how how do you describe that pat What is the name of that pattern? It's, it's actually like, like it's patchwork together. So I think it's different sweaters that were knitted together. I don't think so. It feels very. It Verm- was made that way on purpose. It feels very yeah. Vermonty to me. Vermont, I think New I Hampshire, got this Maine, in like Montreal. Bernie Sanders. It's a it's a you look like a. Progressive Bernie Sanders supporter who teaches kids. Right. You got it right. in Montreal. What what women's shop did you get it at? Um, it was called Ladies of Canada, <clears throat> LOC. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I, I felt uh, personally looking through their uh, selections that there was no reason it couldn't be a men and women's store. What? How yeah. would you describe that style of sweater? I have no idea. It's like a shawl collar cardigan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it, I mean, a it's, it feels very cabiny to mm-hmm. me. Like you're in a cabin. This is usually what I, for the last six Shardigan? years. Shardigan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, something bad happened. Uh-oh. I shardigan. <laughs> I, I wear this usually in the morning. Um, you do wear morning. it though. You wear it. This is not the first time you're wearing it. I usually wear it in the confines of my own apartment. This is one of the few times I've ever... It's interesting that you describe your apartment as the confines of your apartment. Why? I think that's a Freudian thing, you know, that you feel confined. You feel trapped. Oh. It's the a confines, prison in a sense. Right. I, I wouldn't... Yeah, I don't even think that's Freudian. I'm trapped, guys. <laughs> Please help it's me. It's just surface. Yeah. I'm trapped in this neighborhood. I don't leave this three-block radius ever. When's the, what's the last kind of little L.A. road trip neighborhood, you know, well, yesterday. exploration? <laughs> I was yesterday. Pa- oh, okay. I never leave this place. When was the last time you left? Yesterday. yesterday. It was, an, it was a, an aberration. But I was in Pasadena. Went to my nephew's baseball game. Then saw the movie, the new Coen Brothers movie, which I would highly recommend. Even Hail though I Caesar. slept through 20 minutes of it that I think were integral. Uh <laughs> That said, it was still visually... You give the best movie reviews. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to give this one two thumbs up and a neck pillow. 
<laughs> I, I give it 17 Z's. <laughs> it was really good, everything I saw. And then went, had dinner with some friends, and then came back here. How was the baseball game? They didn't keep score. I don't know if this is a, a So they thing. found a way to make an incredibly oh boring boy. sport oh even boy. more boring. Mm-hmm. Is this one of those new everyone's a winner thing, I nobody's think it a is. loser? Another thing that's How old are the kids, though? My nephew's seven. Okay. So it's kind of like... The other six, kids seven. were 14, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not like, like great that it would make sense for him to play with 14-year-olds. Right. <clears throat> um <clears throat> Mm. Your nephew doesn't listen to this show, right? No, no, no. He's not going to hear that you just fuck, no, no, he, fuck him. He actually had, he had three big <laughs> He's plays. terrible. No, love fucking Jordan. He's the cutest. God, he, is cu- he is really I cute. I love my nephews. Your nephew is so... I love my nephews. Cute. They... So the other thing is... so that I they, love my nephews, too. Good. We, if you love your We're nephews... We're good people, folks. <laughs> Call in now. We love our nephews. I love my nieces. Me, too. All the way nieces. around... I mean, we are just good folk. Yeah. Decent people. Um, I have a good relationship with my nephews. I saw a picture of you and your nephews recently. Oh, really? Not recently. Where? Uh, Two years ago. <laughs> no, but they, they were like... Uh, you saw the picture of the I'll, Revenant. All jumping. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. They were all jumping on... Is that, is that was that? from last Christmas, yeah. Okay. I showed up at my very parents' cute. house and they, right. they, they attacked kinda, me. Right. Yeah. A, uh, there's a lot of them. You. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. I could not. I think I yeah. would lose in a fight with them. Right. There, there are a lot of them. So what happened, Jamie? So he had three big plays. Oh yeah, he had a big. So the other thing is these seven-year-olds. There's no seven-year-old. I don't think that's can be a pitcher. When I was playing baseball at seven years old, I think it was the either the the coaches pitching every time. Coach pitch. Coach pitch. Okay. Uh, yeah, six, five, and six. You do t-ball, right? So there's no team ball. Then seven, you get coach pitch. So they have these these kids are pitching, and they can't terrifying. get the ball. That's to the, terrifying. The ball's going behind the, the batter yeah. half the time. It's right. going way above them or not making it to them, which is the cutest thing. But every time the coach but again, has to come it makes out. the game even more boring. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. I got a new phone. All right, Timmy, let's see if you can get it a little bit further towards the plate. Yeah. Okay. Take take a take a moment before take a breath take a breath take a moment before you pitch it. Hit it on the bounce, Bobby. You suck. <laughs> so I got this new phone. Yes, on Friday. Is this related to the baseball game or is this a new topic? It's going to segue in. Come together. Okay. Come together. Right it's now. Do either of you have this fucking iPhone 7? Fucking. Or 6? This is 6. What are you talking about? I have the 8. Six I have the six. iPhone 8. Please. Oh, I got the iPhone 4, baby. Really? Yeah. Well, this is the six, and look how it fe- it's so heavy. It's, it's huge. huge, and it's huge, and I can't boom. But huge, Jinx, you- no self service. <laughs> it's huge. But you I, can't I got speak it until I say your whole name, including your middle name. <laughs> you have to use both hands constantly. So yeah, but I believe use me, it though, but I know what that's like. Part of the reason I got it is I wanted a better it's camera. About jerking off. Thank you. Yeah, I get it. Um, you wanted a better camera. I wanted a better camera. I want to take more shots around the club. And so I experimented for the first time uh, taking shots of the baseball game. Okay. And was just blown away by the picture by the cam- quality. Whoa. The slow motion and all that shit. Right, right. And that's my checking in. So wait, what were his three great plays? Okay, let's see if I can remember. The biggest was he stopped the ball. He was a pitcher for one inning. Mm-hmm. Ball comes to him. Right. Made the play at first. Nice. 
Easy out at first, done. Right. Okay, that seems routine. Go on. But he Which did it. He got it to the kid at first. That's, there's, there's no guarantees that's happening right. at this age level. Right. Um, he, Still. In theory, it's, I don't know if it's tr- like actually a sacrifice, but he got... He grounded, just hitting, making contact again for, for right. this gate. It's a big deal. Big deal. Got thrown out at first, but got the guy at first two second. Mm. So oh, I'll okay. credit that as a sacrifice. Hit and run. Yeah. The hit and run was on. Mm-hmm. Nice. What was the third one? Where did he ground it to? I think toward. Did he hit in front of the runner or behind the runner? You always want to hit behind the runner. I don't know. Well, how would you hit behind the runner for this runner on first? Hit it to first. He's running to second. It's right. behind him. Okay. You know the concept of in front of and behind, right? In general, yes. Okay. Uh, so what was the third one? <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I do too. So if someone's on second, hitting behind him would be hitting... Still be well, right side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, okay. right. If they're on third, though, you might be hitting up past shortstop. There's no way to hit... Yeah, there's no way to hit in front of him if he's on third. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or, hit, or maybe just hit him. All right. What what was the third one, Jamie? <laughs> and if your if your base runner is in the outfield, well, you might want to hit him right between the eyes because this guy's yes, a liability. <laughs> and the final play, a grand slam. Whoa! I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh. Um, I, there may, may have been two great plays, but I also felt like he was a great uh, <laughs> rally leader on the bench. Oh. Mm-hmm. He had uh, like the morale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, he brought a box of like chocolate cookies that he was giving out to the team throughout the game. Oh, that's really mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> hey, is he is he fat? <laughs> no. He just brought chocolate cookies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? Why would a fat kid have to bring? Well, I just totally imagined a fat kid <laughs> eating chocolate at the baseball game. That's how the Diamondbacks won the 2001 World Series. Chocolate cookies. Yeah. With Randy, Randy Johnson brought chocolate chip cookies. It's a classic move. And everybody ate them. <laughs> it shows the other team that you're so relaxed yeah. that you're just going to enjoy some cookies mm-hmm. and play the game. Guys, two on, two outs. We need this. Bite down. <laughs> Hey, where are my Oreos? Speaking of cookies, the improv, did I already mention this? On their new menu has cookies. What? Chocolate chip cookies is part of their dessert menu. Freshly baked? They came out hot last night. Give me a fucking break. Of course not. They might be. They bake them here. They bake them here. Bullshit. Probably in our new pizza oven. They're fucking phenomenal. And I'm like a nerd. And Andrew knows too. We've talked about this. But for chocolate chip cookies... And they are You're a cookie man. Sensational. Sensational. You know, it's too bad Amber's not here because we could lapse into a rhapsody about cookies for, <laughs> I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes. I could, t- I could take Can this we just on make solo. it a given? Like you know how there's certain things when you when you have a debate with somebody, it's like, okay, this is a given, so we won't argue about this. So let's just make it a given on this show that cookies are good. <laughs> I don't think that's a risk. And so that's something we don't have to discuss ever again. We don't have to say these cookies are good. Well, there are bad cookies. There's if if the cookies here were like too <laughs> crunchy or crumbly. There well, are bad Sean, there are bad cookies. Yes. Like these are yes, these are of the of the ilk that you would I would be remiss not to mention them. Right. Let's and let's say new. cookies that are good are good. Let's make that an established totally precept yes, of the show. Of the show. 
If you listen to the a show, tenant you know, of the right. show. Cookies are good. However, I think Jamie brought them up specifically because the improv is serving them now. Mm-hmm. This is a brand new thing. Absolutely. And I'd be and happy has there to... ever been a wait, is there what what are the other desserts? Uh, don't worry, Sean, we're not gonna get too wrapped up on this food shit. Oh, but. I think there's a chocolate cake. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Are the cookies selling well? I don't know. Okay. Last night I, I give this part of the discussion seventeen Z. <laughs> 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 Don't fall asleep during the integ- two thumbs up integral. and a neck pillow to the cookie discussion. Wow, the same rating as Hail Caesar. <laughs> this is insane. Well, I'm, I'll try some. I'll try it. now that you brought them up. I'll try some the next time I'm here. I'll put it out there, Longshot fans. If you come to a show here at the Improv, uh, free cookies. I will hook buy up. Buy you a cookie. Cookie. I'll buy you a cookie. Okay, Joe. What's going on with you? Well. I would like to remind everyone that now that I am going to coffee houses regularly, mm-hmm. I will probably um, on some regular basis be mentioning whatever the awkward, uncomfortable interaction I have with someone out there, a stranger. That's fine. And that's going to be probably a new it's thing. It's good to get a glimpse into the life of the, the masses. You know? Well, and what and, do you want to have a name for the section? Should we put, put, make a jingle even? Oh, well, <clears throat> I mean... Look. You like cookies? <laughs> coffee house? I've, I've had a good cookie here and there. Um, uh, I, uh, coffee house corner? I don't know. But it was uh, this Jamie time... Jamie has always wanted to have a I corner know. on this he's show. Very, he's always wanted to have right. some segment that's called Joe's Coffee House Corner. And now welcome to Joe's <laughs> Coffee House Corner. <laughs> do, 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 Cavalcade do, of do, Cuckoos. Do, do, I do remember do, the first do, year we started do. this, like... Pitching ideas. Right. Only thinking Sean hated me on every level, which I think he did. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so I definitely had some corners that I pitched. <laughs> That's all you ever pitched was, you know, let's have let's have somebody's corner. <laughs> Somebody could have a corner where they do a thing. Literally stand in the corner. You would not respond at all. Because it was never any more than that, you know? it was ne- There was never anything behind it. It was like... Well, I mean, what you're, in a, co- you're in a corner. corner. <laughs> you don't have, but I think people get that a corner's a corner. You well, want to get into it. Right. So I'm going to get into it. So this time it was. What are you drinking, by the way? Well, I did bring a Four loco. <laughs> old school. Just, old school. Just pointing out it's 1045 on Sunday morning. <laughs> well, we have another recording coming up. I wanted a extra boost of energy. Um <laughs> So this time I'm in my regular coffee house now and uh, I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm online. I'm doing my thing. And, I, and I'm upstairs and the downstairs I hear a woman go, what is the icon? What is your icon again? I can't find the icon. And then uh, I hear one of the women working there say, uh, well, the, the server is syrup. And the password is cranberry. I I know the password cranberry, but I can't find the icon. So this person doesn't understand computer terminology at all. And uh, it's an older woman. Where's the avatar? <laughs> <laughs> How do I find your dial-up? <laughs> do I make the sounds myself? <laughs> um, so. I, so I hear her downstairs, and I'm like, okay, well, hope this old lady... You're like, fuck that uh, bitch. ...gets online. No, you know, wish her the best. Then, out of the corner of my eye... And that is, so a couple minutes go by, and out of the corner of my eye, I see her walk up the stairs. And there's about four people... There's four people upstairs. So she walks up, 
and she starts talking to a woman on my right. And I'm just, I'm trying to take it all in in my peripheral vision, but not make eye contact with her. And then she, so she talks with that woman. Taking notes at this point? And the woman says, no, I'm just trying, I'm trying everything I can to put out the energy of like, don't come to me. And then she talks to that woman a little bit and the woman says, well, bring your computer up here. So she goes back down the stairs, comes back up with her computer, starts talking to that woman. And it was a desktop too. So it, it was no, a huge, you know what it was? huge process. <laughs> Adele. You, know, you know what it was? It was one of those, it was like a PC, not a full size laptop, but like one, I think they call them notebooks. It's like a smaller one. A tablet? A, no, no, because it's still opened. A push top? No, I think yeah. it was a notebook. It's a push top. I think it was the notebook, the movie. So <clears throat> so she's trying back? to get help from that woman now. Push top. And nothing, and, and, and it's not, working uh i can tell just i can make it out enough that it's not working so then she goes to the next guy oh no and this is you know i just know that suspense is building goes to the next guy strikes how does out it again. end with the first woman though like that's always an awkward thing where it's like well i don't know what else to tell you pretty much like that pretty yeah. much like that so she just gets up and she's like kind of grumbling and she goes to the next guy next guy no help and then she look. I can feel her looking uh, to me, and then the the you, last you felt person. a strange disturbance in the force. <laughs> I did, and then she comes over to me, Kenobi, and I'm Kenobi is here. I've been preparing the whole time to basically say I don't know anything about computers. I don't think I can help you, but I can't even get that out. And she's already put it next to my laptop and is sitting at the table with me. And Help like, me with my push right. top. I can't get online. I put it, it says that I'm connected, but I'm not connected and I can't find the icon <laughs> anymore. And it, usually the icon just comes up. The and icon? So, what the fuck is she talking know, well, about? The, like the, uh, uh, the icon for internet connection. Like to click on that to see what the servers uh, are and stuff. Tell her the connection doctor. Well, it was just one of those things where I finally, you know, it came to me. It was my turn. I, you know, you do what you can, but I didn't really, I don't really know enough about computers. And, and, uh, I told her, start it. You know, I was like the classic, like maybe turn it off, start it back up again. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm having, you know, it's like that one minute of starting back up a computer where you're just you're sitting yeah. there with her and she's just like, I can't believe it. I always get online, but today the icon doesn't show up. I've spent most sitting. of my life online. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured you do too since you're here every day. Um, but I said, I said, look, uh, I go, there's a computer store across the street i know there's a computer store she's now she's just sour and she's foul and she's just she? really pissed this was 22. exactly the kind of la woman weathered i would say 50s late 50s uh, late 50s maybe and i i every now and then in la you see a woman at that age and i go oh you were i i could tell she had like kind of dyed red hair even though she was older and i could tell like she probably rocked out at the whiskey a go-go with like motley crew or went to go see poison like it's been like 30 years now so she's you know she's trying to get online she can't get online she's just getting more and more i need to get it. into the motley crew chat room <laughs> <laughs> i want to tell those guys how much i miss them where's the icon so 
I so this is the thing where you know it. She starts it back up. She can't, and it's I, this has happened to me before where it says that she's connected, but she's not connected. Mm. So I, I don't know what the problem was, and I say I'm so sorry. I, I can't. I, I don't really know much more, so I don't, I don't think I can help you. And then she's like, oh, this piece of shit computer, and then just left. Sounds like Eddie Pepitone. Well, she had a little bit of a working class. You know, tone to her. I but. blew Sammy Hagar in the men's room. <laughs> and, and now, now I, I can't get online. The <laughs> <laughs> I blew Sammy. Oh, God. I blew him faster than 55. <laughs> I once did the entire band Striper. <laughs> God bless them. I also, I'm always amazed by people who have that little... I don't want to say shame, but like that little self-awareness of like, I seem like a crazy person. I know. I know. And it was and, and, like, and if I was at a, if I was at a coffee shop and my computer was not going online, I would go up to the counter and I would say, hi, I know the password is syrup, <laughs> but what is the icon? And then if they told me the icon and I couldn't get online, I'd be like, okay, I'm I guess leaving. I'm going home. It was, I mean, and the self-awareness was so not there that she was literally going from person That's what to I person mean. Like, how could you be that, you know. To person and with each Oh, you're not going. smart enough. Maybe this fellow with the four loco can tell me how to get on. <laughs> I don't bring four locos to the conference yet. But, uh, well, that's, I, and you know what? The worst part is, even though I didn't want to feel like an idiot uh, that couldn't help, you end up feeling like an idiot. It can't help. I can't, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. I can't, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And you've put me in this position. And because she's just pissed off about it anyway, it just feels like she's pissed. Like it's your fault. Yeah. I mean, the only thing she didn't say was you fucking idiot, (laughs) you know? And it was like, well, what can I say? I'm sorry. You know, good luck to you with your icons and your little notebook. I'm not a computer guy. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) ma'am. That's just working on my screenplay here. <laughs> if you were uh, in a situation where you were uh, on a first date with a guy who didn't look like his picture, what would you say? I'm just writing a scene right now. <laughs> would you be like, oh, you look different, or would you ignore it? Just leave it hanging. I don't know. I'd blow him in the bathroom with a whiskey a go-go. <laughs> Um, so I'm still out there and I'm dealing with people that I don't want to deal with, but, uh, at least it's, it's, Hey, about, it's giving uh, me material. Yeah. What about, um, headphones? Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. That's the thing you put them in. I think that's the international sign for do not disturb. Mm-hmm. But like I said, people, like you said, people don't have self-awareness. They don't recognize it. They don't register. It. And she just sat down next to me and. Changed my world. Hi, I see you're listening to something. Is it Motley Crue by any chance? Because I'm trying to get into the Motley Crue chat room. If you can find the icon, I'll be your doctor. Feel good. The icon. That that still, I'm like, what icon. are you even talking know, about? Icon. icon makes sense I to me. I can't find the icon. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think, what kind of headphones do you wear? Because I feel like if you wear... That's the thing, I wear earbuds. No, I think you have to wear over-ear headphones. Mm -hmm. Like, that really gives it away. I might have to steal the cans from the studio that we're in right now. I have cans on right now. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we need some big cans. <laughs> um, I need right. some big well, cans. Well, we talked about this a little bit last week. We talked about it a little bit before the show. And the problem is, these shows, we don't know when they're coming out, so we don't know how relevant any of this is going to be. Right. I think big cans are relevant. Sorry, are you they're awake now? Ever- or what's going on? They're evergreen. We're keeping you up? I just woke up. What was you this just whole woke thing up about from Hail Caesar. Uh, do you have a checking in? Real quick. I do have a checking okay, in, but okay. before we even get to that, okay. uh, I just, I can't help. I said I didn't want to talk about this when you brought it up before. Correct. But I can't help but talk about the fact that Donald Trump at the debates this week told us that he has a big dick. Yeah. I, like, it's I, out of the loop. I, I, I can't. What happened to this world? What happened? Wait, you, can you explain it to me? Because I literally have no idea. Okay, so... Donald Trump has obviously been attacking every other candidate in whatever way he feels like doing, insulting them. And we talked about this a little bit about how it was like snaps when I was on the bus when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And Marco Rubio turned around finally and decided to fight back by snapping on Donald Trump. Correct. And he said some things that were inappropriate. He said some really, like, he said something about how... Wetting his pants. Yeah, he said a thing about Donald Trump, like, he wanted a full-length mirror, even though we're only seeing from the neck up. I mean, I guess he was worried about whether his pants were wet. Like, he basically was saying Donald pissed himself at the last debate. Um, And then he was talking about Donald Trump's hands, which has been a thing... <clears throat> for many, many years, like Spy Magazine in the late 80s right. described Donald Trump as a short-fingered vulgarian. <laughs> huh. And that apparently really got under Donald Trump's orange skin. Short-fingered. <laughs> so for many, many years, he has been tearing pictures of himself out of magazines and newspapers, signing them with a gold Sharpie to Graydon Carter, who at that time was the, the editor, publisher, uh, the publisher. editor of Spy, Spy, and is now the editor in chief of Vanity Fair, Donald Trump apparently sends him these photos of himself with his hands exposed and says, "See, not so short-fingered." Right. Like he's insane. Right. So Marco Rubio said a thing while he was on the campaign trail, speaking to a group of supporters. Mm-hmm. He said something along the lines of, and those hands, have you seen those hands? He's six foot two. Why does he have the hands of someone who's five foot two? And you know what they say about men with small hands? And the whole audience just goes, oh, like, I mean, it was insane. And then he goes, you can't trust them. You can't trust them. But he was obviously implying that Donald Trump had a tiny little Trump dick. Yeah. So at the next debate, Donald Trump comes out, holds up his hands and goes, do these look like small hands? Do these look like small hands? And also, he implied that if my hands were small, something else must be small. And I guarantee you that is not a problem. Oh, my God. And this, this I think this was literally- This is a fucking presidential debate. debate. And by the way, this was literally at the beginning. It wasn't it like it devolved into this. This was, I think, within literally the first right. 10 no, minutes. No, it was right away. Right yes. away. Yes. Ugh. And I was sitting at home watching it, and I was just- I, It's I, unbelievable. It's, it's like they're in a limbo contest. How low can you go? <laughs> you know? The only thing left is there's pulling no out, dignity, pulling out there's your no dick. decorum, there's no, no you know, it, it just, 
it disgusts me. Is there any precedent for it? Like, I don't think so. Like Certainly not at the Dukakis. Was there any of that kind of stuff no, on Perot? No, no, no. And 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 even, I mean, Sean, with your kind of historical uh, uh, background, I mean, it's like I don't think I I can't even remember hearing of a debates fifty hundred years ago that were Didn't this, Lincoln that Douglas were this crude. Lincoln or Douglas said the other one had a, a flat ass. You know, the thing is... Well, Hamilton Burr. You know, you remember Aaron Burr killed right. Alexander Hamilton in a right. duel. That all started when uh, Hamilton said, do you want do you want a sword fight? They were going to take a piss at the same time. Hamilton said, do you want a sword fight? And they went into the... They went in... It wasn't a toilet. It was an outhouse. They went by the hole. They accidentally slapped their dicks together. And then it was on. Yeah. And that became <laughs> so uh, an actual duel. <laughs> Um, so, that, but that was not presidential. I mean, that was those guys. One was Secretary of the Treasury. The other one was. I mean, what was Aaron Burr? He wasn't even yeah. a cabinet <clears throat> officer. I think. I think back then the harshest uh, criticisms or, or or low blows were always editor. The editorial cartoons mm-hmm. were could be very rough, very severe, racist. You know, whatever. But uh, but I think that always allowed the candidates to. You know, stay at a certain level of of decorum and and respect. But also, it's like this guy is running for president. I don't care about his dick. Dude, these are not the, these are no, not the is, issues. Did, <laughs> I'm not fucking him. I don't care how big his dick is. But did you guys hear about uh, this Hitler thing though? What's that? That it came out this past week that he had a. Hitler, you talking about Hitler? Did, did you hear that? He oh no, last week we the already about <laughs> Did you hear about this Hitler? No, this was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that we did the, talk some medical. No, no, we didn't. But the, the, some, yeah, uh, uh, discovery of uh, so a document that. So we want our president said he had a micro penis or a deformed penis. Yeah, uh, whatever. Who cares? He didn't do what he did because of his micro penis. You know. And Trump's big dick is not going to make a difference when he's meeting with Putin. Like, Putin's not going to go, pull out your dick, Donald. Take out your dick. Are you guys watching the new uh, House of Cards season? No, no. no, I've never seen House of Cards. Oh, really? No. Okay. Does he have a big (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kevin Spacey has a huge cock. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just made me really it, sad. It I was is, like, "This is pathetic." Like, and I and I'm not a person. Depressed. I'm not a person who walks around going, "If I go to Europe, I'm sewing a Canada patch on my backpack so nobody knows I'm from the United States." I'm embarrassed to be from the United States, right. but I do think about that in terms of other countries looking at our presidential candidates and going, "These are the guys that they're thinking about putting in charge of things." And half the country is behind it. And they would say that with an ad. They'd be like, you know, they'd right. be like, these are the guys that are thinking about putting in charge of things? Like they would say with an accent, yeah. you know, because they're foreigners. It's Bulgarian. These are the guys they're thinking about putting in charge of things? Uh, me. What about ja- what about a Japanese guy? I cannot believe that they are thinking about putting these guys in charge. I cannot believe they're thinking about putting these people in charge over there. <clears throat> Who yes. is that? I think um, he has a new name. <laughs> yes. It's a is great it? name, Snigel. Snigel's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is the most depressing thing I've ever seen in modern yeah. politics. I mean, I, 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 it just, it's like, wow. 
and and again, it's because and and it, this is being you know written about, and it's nothing new. But it's because the Republican Party is in such a disarray; it yeah. is falling apart. Uh, that uh, there, there's no control. There's no, there's no control. I mean, it's like the Wild West again with that party, and it's yeah. you know. So that's how you can have characters like this come up. And uh, I mean, look, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything about. I'm, I'm, I don't follow politics, so I'm not good at saying like, oh, they think this, and right. these guys think that, and right. you know. But for a guy who's running for president to stand on stage and say, "I have a big dick." And don't you forget it. <laughs> is it's insane. Pathetic. It's it's pathetic. the newest low. And I don't. I mean, I, I really. Some people were saying like, how how much lower can it get? Well, it would just then you pull out your dick. I mean, there's really. I mean, at this point, what else are you gonna do? Or it's gonna be like. Well, I was about to say like. You know, a, a, a fuck your mother. Or I fucked your mother. You know, and already Trump did that in one of the debates with Jeb Bush before he dropped out. He was like, "Go back to your mother" or something like that. Or? No, he said Jeb Bush was saying like, "I won the lottery when I came out of my mother's vagina and I saw her standing over me." He didn't say vagina, right, but right, you know, right, right. basically said when I was born, I knew right. I won the lottery. Right. And Trump said she should be running. She should be running. Yeah. You know. I mean, so there's been mother jokes. There's now dick joke. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, so sad. Yeah. And I, like I said, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I just get so worked up. And I, did you guys see the, the, I won't keep going about it, but there was that letter or, or the, the thing that Louis CK sent out yeah. about mm, the email. whole, like, don't vote for Trump, all this stuff. Right. The thing that really struck me in that was, you know, whatever Louis' opinions are, fine, you know, say whatever you want. But he basically was saying, like, I get why everybody's paying such close attention to it, because you get these dopamine hits off. And, and that's totally what's happening with me. Like, every day I'm going online, looking and reading and seeing and getting right. worked up about right. Donald Trump, which is like, who gives a shit about this guy, right. you know? So I'm really going to try to make an effort this week to not do that to not pay close attention to every movement that this fucking where do you go asshole uh i go to gawker which publishes 10 articles a day about donald trump right uh slate salon the atlantic they all analyze everything that's going on and obviously the biggest story constantly is trump and so i just devour it and it is it's like a brain yeah tickle you know um, not in a good way because I get so upset about it, but I'm like, yeah, what else? What else? What else did they say? What else? Did, what else did he do? What outrageous thing did he do now? I guess everyone Except between, between Trump's dick and brain tickle. Now all I can think of his, his dick in my just, brain, just slapping you upside the head is <laughs> <laughs> your dopamine Conroy. Um, all right. So here's my, here's my checking in is like, I'm still trying to figure out. And I don't want to get into a whole food thing, but mm. one thing that helps with being healthy, obviously, is diet, right? Cooking is a pain in the ass. So I'm still trying to figure out how to, I hate to use the word hack, but hack that right? so that I don't have to do that on a regular basis. Are you still doing Blue Apron? No. No. Done. No, I, I because I found that... 
first of all, Blue Apron was great, but it was always like a meal for two people. And unless I had somebody over to eat with me, I would cook the meal for two people, then save a serving for the next night. Right. Which could be great, but a lot of times it wasn't. Not as good. It just would get soggy right. or, you know, crap, you know. So I, so, and then I, also I was just ending up not cooking stuff and it would just sit in the fridge and then I'd just have to chuck it. And that seemed very wasteful. To Can me. I ask something specifically? Because I've seen a couple commercials now for this Blue Apron thing. How affordable is it? I don't know what the price is. It was 60 bucks for six meals. It's like 10 bucks a meal. Oh, okay. So you figure eating out is going to be way more expensive right, than that. Right. Even at a crappy place. Like a diner is 20 bucks right, or 25 20 bucks at this bucks, point. Right. You know? Okay. Um, but so I'm trying to figure. So I recently got, I got uh, this thing called a. Uh, Cuisinart. No, no, no. Um, Magic bullet. It it's a pressure cooker, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, instant pot. And. I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> but what was funny was, so I'm trying to cook with it last night at one in the morning after I came home from, from my show last night and last night, and, uh, I can't figure out how to get the top onto the pot for like 20 minutes. I'm trying to like, does it go like this? Does it go like, you know, and right. there's, there's gotta be something to it. And I couldn't. Get and it's it. got it. It's a pressure cooker, so it has to seal. Correct. That's the Correct. only way that the pressure <laughs> right. is going to happen. It's not just throwing a lid on. No, it's not like, hey, let's put the top of the pot on. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's slightly askew; it'll still cook. It's like it needs to be sealed. Right. Yeah. Well, what do you put it needs in? Needs to it? be hermetically sealed. Right. What did I put in it last night? Yeah. I put in some beef. Okay. Some sweet potatoes. Some raw some beef. Carrots. Raw. All, all of it raw. Every bit of it was raw. Wow. Right. Because it's a it's a pot that cooks things. <laughs> right. I rarely cook things that are already cooked. Yeah, that's we're, we're and one of the uh, same that way. It's uh, uh, some broth. What broth or yes? So it's some stew, coconut milk. Stewy. Some yeah. It was a, it's a, it's a curry stew basically. Okay. I love coconut. Uh, it's really delicious. Yeah. Um, I haven't eaten much of it because it didn't finish until two in the morning, <laughs> but. But that's what I'm, you know, so I cooked ahead. Now I have like five meals right. from this thing. Right. Thanks for I'm getting ahead of myself, Thanks by the way, because I already some. gave away the fact that I figured it out. But yeah. here's how I figured out how to f f seal this pot. Right. I finally was like, there has to be some kind of fucking video online. So I Googled, how do I do this? And I had to watch like three videos. And then finally one of them was like, oh, by the way. There's a tiny black arrow, exactly the same color as the lid, uh, on the lid that you match up to the arrow on the pot right. that's the same color as the pot. So there's no way I would have seen that right. except that I saw it on the video. And I guess the point I'm making is, how the fuck did people used to figure shit like that out? Like I when I whenever I have a problem now about how to do something, I look it up online. I you know what people used to do? I think they used to write letters to the manufacturers of products. Yeah. I think they had so to So it was write a much a longer process. Yeah. Yeah, their stew was a month. 
Dear yeah, General it. Electric, <laughs> imagine my disappointment when I couldn't get the lid on my Instant Pot hermetically sealed. My curry stew was a mess. Well, here's a question. Did Was there instructions with it? You mean like a book that I'm supposed to read? Yeah. Yeah. That ain't happening. Right. <laughs> no. I don't read instructions. I think back in the day, people read those probably more. Yeah. No, that's not happening. What were the video? What were the videos like? Who? who oh, that was who, great too. Yeah. Who that was you, great too. Who's oh, made? Who, I love, who makes whoever, the video? The narrator of the video is always the person that you least want to be doing it, because he's like this. He's like, and then if you look on the side of the lid, there's a black arrow that's the same color as the lid material. Place the arrow. In line with the arrow on the pot. <laughs> like there's always, disgusting. there's always lip smacking sounds. The arrow icon. Oh, God. Blake. So anyway, I figured it out. I cooked the stew. It was delicious. I well, you got a lot more stews in your future then. Yeah. But I was, I, you know, I had this whole thing where I was like, I was going to cook that and I was going to make chili at the same time. And I just couldn't do it all at once, you know. I did cook some egg. You were going to make chili too? Yeah. I really wanted to plan out like for five days. Right. I wouldn't have to do anything. Right. You know? Right. Um, and the other problem I have is I, I always buy. Hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I always buy, I always buy vegetables with the best of intentions. Oh, we all do. And then they just rot in the fridge. Yeah. I got that a lot. <clears throat> it's like I'm gonna make you know whatever I'm gonna make roast vegetables. Here's some beets right. and some sweet potatoes, and now when I re- have a garden. Yeah, when in fridge. reality you're just gonna basically compost yeah, unintentionally. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. Uh, well, it seems like a point on the show where it's time for a segment that we like to call parting shots. Um, so why don't we start today with? Joe. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I have a, I, uh, I had something kind of unexpected happen. It was kind of a pleasant surprise, which was speaking, since we have spoken a little bit of politics again today. Um, fr- As if we know what we're talking about. An old, well, look, we, we certainly know enough to know when it's all going to fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Um, a college friend of mine. Imagine who, Hillary gets up and talks about how she has a huge vagina. Well, you know, that's, that's, you were saying, you know, like in a way you want to kind of check out a little bit just to take a breather. Like I, I have that same feeling too, as far as just like, let's just get to the nominees. Let's just get to the real fucking election. Cause this whole thing is a fucking circus. And it's like, mm-hmm. anyway, um, I have a friend, a college friend who went, you know, into, I just thought of something. Yeah. That. This shit has been going on for a while. Uh, sorry to interrupt no, your no, no. thing. Let's and get this back country, to that. This country has one of the longest election cycles. You know, in some countries, it's it's like a couple months. Like the whole right, right, thing right. is like a couple months. No, and also because there's the 24-hour news cycle, everybody right. has to... I mean, there was that thing the other day where Donald Trump made everybody raise their right hands and... and pledge that they were going to vote for him. I felt like that had to be him trolling 
the news media because everybody's been saying, oh, right. Trump is like Hitler or whatever. Right. And then right. there's this picture of everybody raising their hands to right. swear mm-hmm. their allegiance to him. Right. I was like, he's doing that on purpose. Like, he's like, you want Hitler? I'll give you fucking yeah, Hitler. I know. That's the um, thing. No, nothing that can be accused of this guy is is anything that he will not just take mm-hmm. and run with it. Right. And that's what makes him fucking. But, but I was just thinking of a thing that happened invincible. a long time ago. So, so. I think I've talked on the show. I don't know, but I'm sure talk, I have. definitely talked. On the I'm, show I'm sure I have talked times. about how my grandfather was a politician. He was governor of New York state at one time. He worked for a long time under Nelson Rockefeller. Okay. Nelson Rockefeller. His goal always was to be president of the United States. That's what he wanted. Right. That's why he got into politics was to be president. And he, I don't know the whole history of it, but I know that in 1964, he really expected that he was going to get the nomination, the Republican Party nomination for president. And at that time, my mother, who obviously knew Nelson Rockefeller the whole time she was growing up, right. um, because he, my grandfather was his lieutenant governor for 15 years. So my mom was graduating from college in 64. Right. Uh, so she had known Nelson Rockefeller since she was, you know, four or five years old, right. right? She and two of her friends drove across the country. I believe the convention, the Republican convention that year was in, ni- <laughs> I believe in 1964, the Republican well, convention was in, was in 1964. No, I think it was in San Francisco. So Back she, she drove across the country. They spent the summer like traveling across right. the United States Ended up at the convention. She was very excited to be there when this guy she knew was going to be nominated for president. And he was booed when he came out to give a speech. And he gave the crowd the finger. Oh, no. And I believe there's a photograph of that. I think you could Google that and see a photograph of Nelson Rockefeller giving the... Republican National Convention, the finger, in 1964. So I guess there have been precedents <laughs> set for just being completely vulgar and. But and you know, but that's the thing. It's a. It's probably more of a. It's a one time. It's a snapping. It's right. A, it's a it totally snap. It's. That's the difference. Is that I think when that's happened before, it's because the politician has lost control of who they Not are. Not purposely. Right. Yeah. And then now. Because of reality TV, we have a guy who knows exactly how to do it and is controlling it 100%. Um, all right, so get so, back to well, your thing. My, my a college friend of mine went into politics. Um, he is uh, in, lives in Virginia. I believe he is a congressman mm-hmm. um, in Virginia. And we don't really communicate that much, but o- over Facebook, we, we you know, I know that he'll see what I post and vice versa. And I wrote... After that debate, because it was just so staggering um, and just just so so frustrating to think that by the there, time this episode comes out, something way worse will have happened. Yeah, I know, and uh, it was so frustrating to think that there are because look, we already know as if if you're a racist or sexist or, or just a fucked up person, and that's what gets you off about Trump. Sorry, there's no hope for you. But obviously there are a lot of other people that may not be so bad in character that are just hurting economically and truly think that when Trump says, we're going to win again, we're going to make America great again, that's what they want. That's what they want to he, hear. He says what he thinks. 
He just says what he thinks. Right. And he's talk and and but he's talking to specifically I think he's talking to people who are really down and out economically. He's going to have the best guys. Well, it's like a t- it's like it's like a coach. He's like a football coach. I see him sometimes as a coach in that way of saying, "We're going to win. We're going to go all the way." And as a as sports fan, that's what you want to hear. You want to hear the guy say that, "We're going to win. I'm going to be a winner again." Cuz right now, coach, I'm a loser. coach, how do we do that? Let's not worry about how, okay? I got a big dick. Let's know. <laughs> let's know that we have not been winning, but we are gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. That's all he needs to say. So I wrote, I wrote up something that I tied, uh, just a Facebook post that I titled, "This is what I would want to say." This is the speech I would want to give on national television. Did you do this at a coffee shop? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it out where I just was trying to basically get the point across that. Trump is not an outsider. That's what you're being sold. This is an act. I mean, nothing, again, nothing new, nothing groundbreaking. I can't find the icon. Wait, how did that get in there? (laughs) But the fact that people want to believe the bluster that he's putting out because they feel so fucked. And again, he's saying, I'm a a winner. I'm going to make you a winner because right now you're a loser. This country's falling apart i'm gonna make it great again so i wrote this up and i just it was it wasn't it wasn't about any other candidate really because i just wanted to make it very clear that to anyone who would read it that if they supported trump that you can't think that he's any more trustworthy because he's an outsider than any of the other candidates and 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 you know it's an act like just to be honest like you know it's an act you sat on your couch and you've watched enough reality television where you know, let's be honest, you know it's an act. Wait, you're saying and, reality television is <laughs> an act? And, and, it's called and, reality television. And if you take a second to think <clears throat> that Donald Trump is going to be the, the Capra-esque Mr. Smith that goes to Washington to protect the little guy, that's absurd. It's insane. It's He's a... A, a billionaire shady 80s real estate developer i mean it's like it's ridiculous to think that he's not going to do of course everything to make ceos and corporate you know boards more rich and uh, richer and p- more powerful so anyway i wrote this up and then i uh, a couple days later my friend this congressman from virginia he wrote me on Facebook and he said, I, sh- I read your thing. I showed it to some of my colleagues. I showed it to some Republican colleagues of mine. They thought it was really well written and very clear. And, and you know, one guy said it was like the, the best, you know, kind of dissection he's read. Uh, this is not me saying this. This is somebody, this is my a guy saying this that I, it friend. was the best dissection I'm of the not, whole. Look, yeah. I just write, I just put it out there. But he asked me if he could use portions of it in his stump speech. And Mr. Speaker, I'd like to read the following into the record. It is a Facebook post from a college classmate of mine by the name of Joe Wagner. From the Longshot Bucket. Very smart young man. But, uh, I don't know, I guess I would, you know, I feel like in a, in a formal way, uh, like a speechwriter, because he said, I would, you know, he asked me if it was okay if he used parts of it on uh, in his stump speech. Mm-hmm. So... I, I thought that was kind of exciting. That is exciting. Congratulations. That, and I, I said to him, I said, wow, that's really, you know, I said, I never thought I'd say this, but it's going to be an honor coming out of your mouth. <laughs> so. Yeah, but. That's uh, it. Jamie. 
Parting shots. Parting shots. Uh, oh, here's the thing. Yesterday at the movie, I don't know if you've experienced this, but before they played Hail Caesar, there was like a 10 to 12 minute featurette like you would see as a DVD extra of like how they, the costume designers. In the theater. In the theater. Never seen that. Huh. Before, like of Hail Caesar, right before it, which I thought was a little bit weird. Right. A, I just wanted to see the movie at this point. I love trailers, but this 10, and I, no. I'm interested in this stuff. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of like giving a little bit of a too much away Story. right before you watch it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That was then when George Clooney gets kidnapped, then we have, you know. So that was weird. I don't need any of that extra stuff before movies. Just just, just trailers. Just do and your magic. It. Just do your magic. But I, th- I think it might have been sponsored That's why by I go like, to the movies to be transported. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end, I don't know if it was a scheduling mix-up, but they had playing after uh, Hail Caesar was Zootopia, which is a Disney kids People movie. People are raving about this movie already, it by the way. It looks great. It looks very enchanting. $90 million this weekend. Wow. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I might go see that. But, I uh, keep up with the trades. I'm not a cartoon guy. I'm, Excuse I was, me. They're, they're, give it a chance. Okay. These moving images and what they can do with we call animation it, is We call it phenomenal. animation. <laughs> uh, I know the, the Japanese make uh, cool stuff, but... Japanimation. Overall. So then, the, like 15 minutes ago in the movie, like entire families started kind of coming to the theater and then looking for their seats... And I don't know, I've never seen that before. Wait, during Hail Caesar, yeah. the movie was still going? Yeah, it was very distracting. I'm like, the movie's kind of ending, and this family is kind of looking for seats, and they're looking at their phone, and they're walking and trying to find seats. Like, I don't know. Right. Even if it is a scheduling mix-up, which I don't even know how, what that means. It when you like don't, you, when you schedule two things at the <laughs> wrong time. It's a mix-up. Oh, a scheduling mix-up. So, so they were in the wrong, th- they were in the... Th- Right, right theater, theater, but the wrong time. They're there early, and just being very distracting. Right. And looking for their seats, but it seems like you'd be like, oh, let's wait, because there's clearly a Also, movie they shouldn't be allowed in at that yeah. point. And so I was getting annoyed. Me and my friend Jason just looked at each other like... Oh, you're here to see Zootopia? Yeah, it's in the theater where Hail Caesar's <laughs> playing right now, so just go on in. But then it was another family. It happened like there was two other families that slowly did the same thing. I was like, you're all that clueless? Hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Speaking of clueless, they are coming out with the 20 year Blu ray edition special features you've never seen featuring. How about how about that Academy Award thing with the woman from Clueless? That was the weirdest oh, thing I've ever seen. Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash came out. It was a jo- it was a it was an okay joke. The problem is that I didn't most of the most of the audience didn't know what it was referring to. Stacy Dash is an actress who was in Clueless. Now she's a commentator for Fox News because she's conservative. And she said in some remarks that why do we have a Black History Month? Uh, why are there BET Awards? Like it shouldn't be, se- you know, we really shouldn't, you know, separate these things. Uh, and to be clear, she is African-American. And she's African-American. Oh, she's the main? And so main Chris Rock's joke was, we have just appointed a director of uh, uh, diversity outreach for the Academy, ladies and gentlemen, Stacey Dash. So she comes out, you know, the joke being off of her remarks, that's ridiculous to think that she would be helping diversity. Not a good joke. Didn't go over. Well, wasn't funny. <laughs> didn't work. And apparently she didn't get it. 
Wait, she thought she was actually being appointed the the head of diversity. Who's talking? <laughs> I like the I idea know. that just seamlessly hey. like she's been here the whole time. <laughs> I've just been quiet. Finally today. chiming in. <laughs> yeah. Amber Kennedy. You're making Amber's fun of me for taking a nap. <laughs> Amber's here, everybody. Uh, well, we're at parting shots. So, Amber, no, what's your parting no, shot? No, I'm, no. <laughs> Do you have a word was, of wisdom? <laughs> Amber's parting shot is hello. I um, have seen Hail Caesar and Zootopia. Okay. I think you were talking about yeah. both. I really enjoyed them both. I want to see Zootopia. Do you like cookies? I do like we cookies. We did talk about um, cookies. Zootopia? They serve, them, they serve chocolate chip cookies at the improv now. I've heard. Yeah. I feel like you talked about that last episode. Did I? Word gets around <laughs> on the cookie boards. I also love that this is airing, what, in April? And we're like, also about the Oscars. I think we put out two a week. Oh, we also talked about the debates again, <laughs> which will be so irrelevant. And um, talk about Halloween. It sounds like we are obsessed with the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here's my parting shot. Is I, I, I don't understand this, but I was saying to you guys before the show five to ten times a day i get facebook requests that say deep voice wants to know if you will play criminal case now first of all i won't why second of all why not (laughs) (laughs) didn't they do a thing on facebook where you have to use your real name now like they they threw people off for not using real names right somehow there's somebody at facebook who's like i guess his name is deep voice like it's just a weird coincidence that it sounds like a thing deep voice is uh deep throat's son did you know it's weird that they have different last names but the same first name i didn't know that joe (laughs) it's deep maybe it's a different culture this last name first yeah, no, I was not. I was not aware that Deep Voice was Deep Throat's son. Well, Criminal Case, by the way, is a lot of fun. It, it allows you to kind of, folks. In case you're not familiar, Deep Throat was a porn movie in the '70s, and and the code name for the water, the gate. informant mm-hmm. that uh, gave information to Woodward and Bernstein. Um, so you're not gonna. Uh, so deep voice, deep voice if invitation. please stop sending me invitations to play. And I'm not even kidding that it's over and over and over every day. Right. Um, it's like at some point, don't you get it? I don't want to play with you. All right, I get it. Uh, all right, well, this feels like a good place to say goodbye. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Getting tired. Amber, <laughs> Amber, working hard on this episode. Amber, do you have a bird of wisdom? Ugh. Um, <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> That's the state of uh, the world. I mean, just keep trying. <laughs> yep. That's a recurring theme. <laughs> That's our motto on the long shot. Um, but we always forget. Oh, yeah. That is a sweater and a half. What, what does it evoke for you? What is it? Oh, <laughs> nice. Bookend. Full circle. That's what wait, we wait. started with. Full Tell circle. me, what does it look like to you? Who would wear that kind of sweater besides Jamie? I don't want to say. Say it. <laughs> It's like um, a lesbian, like your fun aunt who's into turquoise jewelry. That's what I meant to say. A lesbian. <laughs> fun aunt is code and for, fun for aunt. lesbian. <laughs> and she's also a third grade teacher. Uh, all right. Well, folks, this is the long shot. And we will see you next time when we will be discussing <laughs> the Oscars. The Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> For past and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com.
So slashed and torn. Why? 